What is the 3.8% net investment income tax? The net investment income tax was created as part of the Affordable Care Act in 2013 to raise revenue for Medicare. That's why it is also called the Unearned Income Medicare Contribution Surtax. The net investment income tax is enforced by Section 1411 of the Internal Revenue Code. The 3.8% net investment income tax applies on the lesser of the taxpayer net investment income or the amount exceeds the taxpayer modified adjusted growth income. The net investment income tax applies at a rate of 3.8% to certain net investment income of individuals, estates, and trusts that have income above the statutory threshold amount. What individuals are subject to the net investment income tax? Individuals will pay the 3.8% tax if they have net investment income and also have modified adjusted growth income over the following thresholds: $250,000 of modified adjusted gross income for marriage filing jointly. $125,000 of modified adjusted income for married filing separately. $200,000 of MAGI for single. $200,000 of MAGI for head of household with qualifying person. $250,000 of MAGI for qualifying widower with dependent child. With the current law, the threshold index for inflation. What is modified adjusted gross income? For many taxpayers, their modified adjusted gross income is the same as their adjusted gross income. Modified adjusted gross income is the adjusted gross income form 1040-11 plus certain deductions and exclusions. This is directly from the TurboTax website. To calculate your modified adjusted gross income, take your AGI and add back certain deductions. Many of these deductions are rare. So, it is possible your AGI and MAGI can be identical. According to the IRS, your MAGI is your AGI with the addition of the following deductions. If applicable, student loan interest, one half of self-employment tax, qualified tuition expense, tuition and fees deduction, passive loss or passive income, IRA contribution, non-taxable social security payments, the exclusions for income from U.S. saving bonds, foreign earned income exclusion, foreign housing exclusion or deduction, the exclusion under 137 for adoption expenses, rental losses, or overall losses from a public traded partnership. It is important to know your modified adjusted gross income because it helps you to determine if you are eligible for certain tax deductions and credits. Can you contribute directly to a Roth IRA? Can you deduct the contribution to a traditional IRA, etc.? Different modified adjusted gross incomes relates to different topics. Our modified adjusted gross incomes are different depending on what we are relating to. For example, we use this worksheet on the IRS website to figure out our modified adjusted gross income for traditional IRA purposes. Adjusted gross income, AGI, plus student loans interest deduction plus tuitions and fees deduction, plus foreign earned income exclusion and or housing exclusion, plus foreign housing deductions, plus excludable saving bonds interest, plus exclude employer provided adoption benefits. Equal, modified adjusted gross income for traditional IRA purposes. What is modified adjusted gross income for net investment income tax purposes? 
On form 8906, page 19 of 20, MAGI worksheet, adjusted gross income plus foreign earned income exclusion plus adjustment for certain control foreign operations and certain passive foreign investment companies equal. Modified adjusted gross income relates to the 3.8% net investment income tax. On form 8906, page 18 of 20, modified adjusted gross income, MAGI, if you didn't exclude any amount from your gross income under Section 911 and you don't own a controlled foreign corporation or passive foreign investments company, your MHGI is your AGI as reported on Form 1040 or 1040SR. If you exclude amounts under Section 911 or own certain CFC or PFIC, your MHGI is your AGI as modified by certain rules described in Regulation Section 1.1411-10E1. Here is a direct quote from H&R Block. For net investment income tax in IRS Form 8960, your modified adjusted gross income is your adjusted gross income generally increased by the amount of foreign earned income you exclude. Additional adjustment to your AGI may be needed if you own directly or indirectly stock in a controlled foreign corporation or passive foreign investment company. What is included in the net investment income tax? The word net means investment incomes minus investment expenses. This equal net investment income. Investment incomes include, but not limited to, capital gains, distribution from non-qualified annuities, dividends, income from passive activities, interest, rental incomes, royalties. The investment expenses include, but not limited to, investment interest expense, investment advisor and brokerage fees, expenses related to rental and royalty income, tax preparation fee, fiduciary expenses in the case of a state or trust, and state and local income taxes. What are some common types of income that are not net investment income? Wages, unemployment compensation, operating income from a non-pass business, social security benefits, alimony, tax exempt interest, self-employment income, Distribution from certain qualified plans, 401k plans, 403b plans, 457b plans. What kind of net gains are included in net investment income? Some examples are gains from the sale of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, capital gain distribution from mutual funds, gain from the sale of investment real estate, including gains from the sale of a second home that is a primary residence. Gains from the sale of interest in partnership and S-corporation to the extent the partner or shareholder was a passive owner. A common question I get is does the 3.8% net investment income tax apply to sale of stock? Yes, because it is gain from sale of stock. Example of the net investment income tax. A married couple finally jointly earned $230,000 in wages. They also have $40,000 in net investment income from selling their stock. Their modified adjusted gross income is $270,000, which consists of $230,000 plus $40,000. $270,000 minus $250,000 threshold limit for married fine jointly equals $20,000. The net investment income is $250,000.
$40,000. The net investment income tax is based on the lesser of $20,000 or $40,000. Thus, the couple will owe net investment income tax of $760, $20,000 times 3.8%. A single filer earned $180,000 in wages and received $70,000 from passive income in a business. The modified adjusted gross income is $250,000, which consists of $180,000 plus $70,000. $250,000 minus $200,000 threshold limit for a single filer equals $50,000. The net investment income is $70,000. The net investment income tax is based on the lesser of $50,000 or $70,000. Thus, the single filer will owe net investment income tax of $1,900. $50,000 times 3.8%. A single filer with $240,000 of adjusted gross income and $20,000 in net investment income from dividends and realized capital gains in her brokerage account. $240,000 of adjusted gross income plus $20,000 of net investment income minus $200,000 threshold equals $60,000. The net investment income of $20,000 is less than excess of Modified adjusted gross income threshold of $60,000. $20,000 times 3.8% equals $760. Luna, who filed as a single filer, worked at Best Wealth Management Company in San Francisco. It makes $180,000 a year. If she's subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. If so, what is the tax implication? No, because her modified adjusted gross income is less than $200,000 threshold limit and she does not have net investment income. Luna, who filed as Mary Fine separately, worked at Top Financial Planning Corporation and makes $180,000 a year and realized $100,000 in net long-term capital gain. Is she subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax? If so, what is the tax implication? Yes, she is subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. $180,000 in wages plus $100,000 in capital gains minus $125,000 Marin Finance separately equal $155,000. The net investment income of $100,000 is less than excess of modified adjusted gross income threshold of $155,000. $100,000 times 3.8% equal $3,800. What I have seen from this question is that a lot of students and test takers make the mistake of using the single filer limit of $200,000 instead of the verifying separately limit of $125,000. Remember to read the questions slowly and ask yourself why the multiple choice answers the way they are. Let's look at two more examples. Who will have the less 3.8% net investment income tax liability? Luna, who filed as a single filer, works at Elite Fiduciary Financial Advisors, makes $220,000 a year and realized $240,000 of long-term capital gain. Lucky, who filed as a single filer, works at Elite Fiduciary Financial Advisor, makes $240,000 a year and realized $220,000 of long-term capital gain. Let's do the math. Luna, $220,000 in wages plus $240,000 in capital gain minus $200,000 single filer equals $260,000. Luna net investment income of $240,000 is less than her excess modified adjusted gross income threshold of $260,000.
$240,000 times 3.8% equal $9,120. Lucky, $240,000 in wages plus $220,000 in capital gain minus $200,000. Single filer equal $260,000. Lucky's net investment income of $220,000 is less than his excess modified adjusted gross income threshold of $260,000. $220,000 times 3.8% equals $8,360. Lucky will have the less 3.8% net investment income tax liability. Here is an example from the IRS website. A married couple finally jointly sold their personal residence and realized a gain of $600,000. $600,000 minus the $500,000 section 121 exclusion equals $100,000. They also have $125,000 of net gains from sales stock. Their total net investment income is $225,000. Their modified adjusted gross income is $300,000. The modified adjusted gross income threshold is $250,000 for married fine jointly. Thus, they are $50,000 over the married fine jointly threshold, $300,000 minus $250,000. They are subject to the net investment income tax on the lesser of $225,000 of the net investment income or $50,000. The couple modified adjusted gross income exceeds the $250,000 merit filing jointly threshold. They owe net investment income tax of $1,900, $50,000 times 3.8%. Remember, the 3.8% net investment income tax applies on the lesser of the taxpayer net investment income or the amount exceed the taxpayer modified adjusted gross income. Section 121 Exclusion The Section 121 Exclusion is excluding the gain of a primary residence of $250,000 for a single filer and $500,000 for a married filing jointly filer. Either spouse can meet the ownership test, but both spouses must meet the duty test. The home must be owned and used as a primary residence for a total of two years out of the five years from the date of sale. The two years do not have to be consecutive years. The taxpayer have not claimed the exclusions in the last two years, which means the taxpayer can use the Section 121 every two years. The taxpayers are also entitled to a partial exclusion if they don't meet the full time frame for the ownership test and the use test. This is a high overview of Section 121 exclusion and you can learn more on the IRS website and talk to a qualified professional. All the following subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. Income from non-qualified annuities. Yes, the gains are subject to the net investment income tax. Although non-qualified annuities are subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax, does not mean there is a tax liability because it depends on the taxpayer modified adjusted gross income and net investment income. IRC Section 1031 Exchange Real Estate No, it is not subject to the net investment income tax. IRC Section 1035 Exchange Life Insurance, Long-Term Care Insurance, and Annuities No, it is not subject to the net investment income Tax Qualified Retirement Accounts, 401k plans, 403b plans, 457b plans, traditional IRAs, Roth IRA, profit sharing plans, pensions, annuities inside IRAs, etc. No, it is not subject to net investment income tax.
element from exercising incentive stock option, ISO. If the investor exercises the incentive stock options and holds the employer stock, the bargain element is not subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. When the investor sells the employer stock in the future, the investor could be subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. Because it depends on the investor modified adjusted gross income and net investment income. If the investor exercises the incentive stock options and sells the employer stock in the same calendar year, the bargain element is considered compensation income and it is taxed at earning income tax rates. Thus, the investor could be subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax because it is depends on the investor modified adjusted gross income and net investment income. What about the standard deductions or the itemized deduction? You calculate your adjusted gross income, which is on form 1040, line 11. Then you subtract the standard deduction of 12,400 for single filer or 24,800 for married filing only filer for 2020, or the itemized deductions to equal your taxable income, adjusted gross income minus standard deduction or itemized deduction equal taxable income. You take your adjusted income form 1040 line 11, then add back certain deductions and exclusions to get your modified adjusted gross income. Thus, the standard deductions or the itemized deduction do not play a role in calculating your modified adjusted gross income. When you hear people talk about the line, they are referring to your adjusted gross income form 1040 line 11. Above the line, deduction can lower your adjusted gross income and below the line, such as the standard deductions or the itemized deduction, cannot lower your adjusted gross income. I like above the line deduction because you can do a lot of credit planning to qualify for certain deductions and credits. What else do we need to know relates to the 3.8% net investment income tax? The net investment income tax is recalculated reported on IRS form 8690 filed with form 1040 US individual income tax return. Capital gain taxes are progressive, similar to all income taxes. The 3.8% net investment income tax is in addition to the long-term capital gains tax rates. If our long-term capital gain tax rate is 10% and we are subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax, our total tax is 23.8%. The 3.8% net investment income tax and the 0.9% Medicare surtax on wages and self-employment income is different. 0.9% Medicare taxes on earned income. Examples of wages and self-employment income when taxpayer reach above certain threshold. Here is a direct quote from the IRS website. The net investment income tax is separate from the new additional Medicare tax which is also went into effect on January 1st, 2013. You may be subject to both taxes, but not on the same type of income. The 0.9% additional Medicare tax applies to individual wages, compensations, and self-employment income over a certain threshold, but it does not apply to income items included in net investment income. Although distribution from retirement accounts, such as 401k plans, 403B plans, 457B plans, SAP 
IRA, etc., are considered ordinary income and not investment income. The ordinary income will increase the investor modified adjusted gross income, and they could be subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax if their modified adjusted gross income is above the statutory threshold and they have net investment income. The 3.8% net investment income tax does not apply to non-residents, aliens, and certain charitable trusts. Thus, the 3.8% NIIT applies when you exercise ISO and sell it in the same calendar year. No. How can we avoid the 3.8% net investment income tax? Trying to keep our modified adjusted gross income below the statutory threshold, so we are subject to the 3.8% net investment income tax. Avoid increasing taxable income when we don't have to, such as doing a Roth conversion. When we do a Roth conversion, all the earnings and tax deductible portion of the traditional IRA increase our income. I say tax deductible portion of the traditional IRA because we don't get taxed on the amount we did not deduct. All the earnings are taxable regardless if the earnings comes from deductible and non contribution. It is net investment income and not gross investment income. If we can increase investment expenses to lower our net income, that is another way to avoid the net investment income tax. Example of expenses are rental property expenses, investment trade fees, and state and local tax. Prepaid deductible investments expenses such as state and local income taxes on investment income. Investment interest expenses and property taxes on investments properties. Contribute to accounts that can reduce our income such as 401k plan, 403b plan, 457b plan, SEP IRA, deductible traditional IRA, TSP, health saving account, etc. Installment sale. If applicable, Spread the gains from a sale of a business or investment property over multiple years instead of realizing all the gains in one year. If we are charitably inclined, we can donate appreciated assets to qualified charities instead of realizing the appreciated asset, pay the taxes, then donate the money. For clients that are age 70 and a half or older and are charitably inclined, qualified charitable distribution QCD are a great option. Sell investment at a loss to offset investment gains. Defer capital gains, such as selling the investment in the future instead of selling it now. Use Section 1031 like-kind exchange, which is selling an investment property and using that money to buy another investment property. Use Section 1035 exchange to defer the gains an investor can replace. A live insurance policy with another live insurance policy a life insurance policy with an annuity. A life insurance policy with a qualified long-term care policy. A annuity with an annuity. A annuity with a qualified long-term care policy. A qualified long-term care policy to another qualified long-term care policy. You cannot do a 1035 exchange from an annuity to a life insurance policy because the IRS want to tax the gain on the annuity. Generally, life insurance death benefit is income tax-free and not a state income tax-free. If you are able to fund an annuity, then use that money to transfer it to the life insurance policy. The death benefit could be income tax-free. The IRS does not like that. 
That is why you cannot do a 1035 exchange from a nudity to a life insurance policy. Please note that this material is for educational use only. Tax law are complex. There are exceptions to the rules and it is constantly changing. I'm giving you a high level overview and did not go into all the little details or we'll be in here for days. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any financial decisions. I love the IRS website because it gives me so much information I can use to enhance my family and client finances. If you know how to look for the information and truly understand the content, you will have the same love for the IRS website. Thank you for watching. This is Tan, your trusted advisor.